hello and welcome to another episode of the Lineup Podcast, the last episode for the year. I know. 2018, how freaking quickly is this year gone? It's almost all over and I'm so happy. I know, me too. I'm I ready feel for like the it's... sleep-ins, I'm ready for the waking up and doing nothing all day, Yeah. not thinking about work, just literally doing nothing, thinking about nothing, no responsibilities. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I've got two weeks off. Never, ever happens to me. When do you finish up for work? Literally this Sunday. Perfect. So I'm flying just to Nelson on Sunday. Going to Marlborough Sounds, people. Beautiful. That's I'm going to be up. in Nelson at the end of I this know. week as well. Nelson's where it's at. It's beautiful down there at this time of it's year. It's always sunny. Um, but at the moment, it's raining, and apparently it's supposed to be raining all weekend, which oh, is no. when I'm there. Oh, crap. Oh, well, fingers crossed that changes. If you haven't been to Nelson, you should go. It's amazing. It is actually really, really beautiful. I'm so looking forward to it. Um, okay, the last episode of the year, episode 20. I'm so happy that we're ending on a round number Me well. too. That gives me serious, like, satisfaction. Yeah, like, almost too much. Like, I'm like, why am I so satisfied? <laughs> it's weird. OCD, okay. But yes, we're going to be... Um, Talking about some pretty cool female moments this year, aren't we, Lil? Yeah, we've just kind of like researched a bunch of our favourite female moments of the year. They range from kind of like deep and serious sorts of ones and also just fun pop culture yeah. ones as well. Bit of newsworthy stuff. Exactly. Both important for the old females. Yeah. And I guess 2018 also being time, as they call it at the beginning of the year, they called it the year of the woman, but I'm calling it the year of the female because I really feel like that's 2018 has been such a, mo- a year 365 days of just empowerment and women speaking up and big changes and let's just keep hope that's a flow on effect but you know it's definitely been a big year in that respect I definitely think. and it's nice to end the year on a high we exactly. reflect on some of the cool moments that happened this year for um women around the world and certainly yeah, will very happy podcast this one so and let's before we get into that jump into to buy or not to buy All right, so to buy this week is uh, a product that I'm extremely passionate about, and it is a place or a, an organization, it's actually a social enterprise, mm. um, called The Cookie Project. And I went and interviewed these guys the other day for work, and they were just the most beautiful people. It's basically this organization um, started by this dad, and he had three children that uh-huh. each have eight disabilities. So when you think about like your life, each of those kids have eight. So oh what's three gosh. times eight? I'm not, I'm not caught with numbers, but. 24. 24. 24 disabilities. That is ridiculous in one family. Anyway, so he was basically worried about what they were going to do for jobs. Yeah. So he started making cookies with them and selling them. And then this other guy, Eric, came along and he jumped in and they made it more of a business. And now the Cookie Project employs people with disabilities to bake cookies, which they then sell off at oh Christmas time. Oh my gosh, that is the sweetest thing it ever. It is amazing. And the people are so cool. It's such a great you know, group of kids. Yeah. Um, it's actually kids and it's adults. Like it's a range of, you know, people, but they I mean, are such um, amazing people and the cookies are actually fucking good as and well. And what a good idea. Is that based in Auckland? It is, yep. So they actually use the Eat My Lunch kitchen. Right. Up on Galatos Street. But yeah, basically they make chocolate chip, peanut butter and original butter cookies and they're all really, really yummy. So if you have not sorted someone a Christmas present this year, I cannot think of a more worthy cause to support um, they just, yeah, the cookies are delicious and just, just What's get What's the, the cookie project? Is yeah, that what they're, you they're literally just called thecookieproject.co.nz. Um, so cool. So, yeah, head over to that and give them um, your support. They really deserve it. Definitely. Um, not to buy this week this is, is a it's a bit of a PSA and it is your gym membership for the next two weeks yeah. or three weeks or however long you're going to be away because let's be honest, you're not going to go. Yeah. You're not going to go to the gym. There's no point. 
and like paying for put it. Put it on suspension. Okay. Yes, put it on hold and then and get onto it, it now because some of them make you pay like they're like you have to give us a week's notice. Isn't that such a fucking oh, like bullshit? Such a bullshit. Experience. Anyway, so you do need to be onto it. So call up your gym, can it in the next you know Just two for the weeks. Next few weeks or even three actually. I feel like two weeks is holiday, one week to get back into work, enjoying summer, and then you get into it on like the thirteenth. It's an expensive time of year, and you don't want to be wasting money on like a gym membership that you're not going to use. No, exactly. Unless you're one of those like psychos who's actually going to the gym. Good on like you, Christmas but Day. Weird. Very few people. Very I would few. love to know if anyone. Anyway. Okay, let's get into our big topic for to, for today, our last podcast of Absolutely. the year. Absolutely. Yeah, so we're starting off big. And when you guys think about 2018, I suspect one of the main movements you will think about uh, that includes females or is all about females is the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. Now, technically, this actually started in October of 2017, but there was a lot of um, expansion into 2018. So that's why we thought we would include it. Um, and I don't know how you couldn't be familiar, but if for any reason you aren't, this is the movement against sexual harassment and assault. And they started off with that hashtag um, on social media in an attempt to sort of demonstrate how widespread the issue was mm-hmm. throughout the world, especially in workplaces. So um, I don't know if any of you guys watch Charmed, but Alyssa Hello. Milano. Hello, yes I do. Hello, yeah. do huh? Um, she actually did a tweet um, just saying, if all the women who have been sexually assaulted wrote Me Too as a status, we might give people a sense of the magnitude of this problem. She's been a huge champion for the whole Me Too movement. Yeah. And Time's Up, I think, as well. Oh, yeah, all of it. She's an amazing activist. There's, there's a lot of, I mean, obviously they're amazing women, but really there are some seriously just passionate women. And it's amazing when they all come together because it's such a bomb exploding. Like. And crazy, crazy... Um, a brave woman to be able to come out and share their stories. Yeah. They have platforms. Millions of people know who they are. They're all yeah. celebrities. Wasn't that Hollywood crazy and that thing. And they've all come out, well, you know, the ones who so have come out and share their stories. And I can't imagine how difficult that would be. But how crazy is that? That's what freaked me out when that was all happening. Was me sitting there being like, okay, one story came up, then yeah. two stories. And they were of actresses I was like pretty wrapped up in and, you know, mm. interested by. And I just remember sitting there and being like, holy fuck, this has actually impacted everybody. Yeah. And then it sort of went, you know, quite wide and it got into, you know, the awards season. Um, this year we saw a lot of, of this movement in Hollywood. Um, at the Golden Globes, I think it was, a lot of the actresses wore black. Yeah. As a sign of up. sort of solidarity for Time's Up. Um, and also a lot of them bring along women who were quite integral to that movement. So yeah. that was a really amazing way. So I'd be like, here's my plus one. And I'm not going to talk about my dress, but she's going to tell you why she's here. And yeah. I brought her along. And it was just like, a, it sort of flooded that whole industry, don't you think? Uh-huh. Must have been a horrible time to be <laughs> a white male. I mean, it's like, I it's, guess deserving. You know who Idris Elba had the greatest quote? And he was like, me too is a terrible time if you are a male who has something to hide. But if you don't, yeah. then it's fine. Yeah, that's true. Love him. Yeah, I know. I have a friend actually who, because I was over in LA earlier this year and there's lots of actors over there and yeah. she was saying to me, she's like, honestly, if you're a white male, like there are no jobs at the moment. Like Diversity. <laughs> yeah. They're like, everything is like, you know, think of all those great Netflix movies that have come like yeah. to all the boys that I love this year or like dumpling, like it's been plus size actresses or, you know, like um, Chinese or, you know, people, you know, all sorts. It's just been amazing. Like it's so cool. But you're just like, huh. 
You sit in the corner and wait for your turn. Yeah. Like you've just had everything come I mean, if you think off. about it, there probably is just as many white man roles as there are for every other person now, which just means that the table is just now equal. Even. It's just yeah. equal. And we're all like, oh my God. Or not, maybe not equal yet, but on its way to be. Yeah, yeah. I hope it keeps progressing. Um, so some pretty significant moments we saw out of this, I guess, um, for me, which really stood out was when our fabulous queen, Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. She uh, spoke at the Golden Globes when she received the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Um, and here's a snippet of her speech. For too long, women have not been heard or believed if they dared to speak their truth to the power of those men. But their time is up. Your time is up. Your time is up. So I want all the girls watching here and now to know that a new day is on the horizon. And when that new day finally dawns. It will be because of a lot of magnificent women, many of whom are right here in this room tonight, and some pretty phenomenal men fighting hard to make sure that they become the leaders who take us to the time when nobody ever has to say, me too, again. Thank you. So, yeah, it was a pretty um, overwhelming speech. I remember when I saw that and I pretty much put it straight up on my Instagram story and I feel like I saw lots of people share it as well. And I actually almost teared up, or I probably did tear up. Oprah just has such a way with words and the way she presents it makes it even more powerful. Yeah. Well, that was the line, you know, when she's like, to all the girls watching, time is up. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, my God, go Oprah. <laughs> Even now, like, a little bit weird. Like, yes, Oprah. I know. So she was just, you know, very, very passionate about the mm-hmm. cause. But she talked about all sorts of things, like lack of um, diversity within Hollywood. It wasn't just the Me Too movement. She sort of went across everything. Definitely. And she put in civil rights as well, like, really, you know, did it all. Um, but those that was just a really, I think, incredible speech that um, a lot of people remembered from from that time of the year. For sure. Uh, and then we also saw a follow-on from this Me Too movement, and that sort of went into the sporting arena. I mean, it, Me Too and Time's Up has been it's everywhere. It's everywhere, really. There's not really any industry it doesn't cover. Even in New Zealand, we've had all of the um, issues with a lot of those law firms, the big law firms, yeah. those sort of sexual assault, or in government, yeah. you know, national youth camp and all that sort of stuff. Um, so it really has been everywhere, but sporting, uh, the sporting world really took this on as well. We also saw earlier this year, and I am mentioning again the United States, even though I know it's happened everywhere, I just remember this being a massive thing working in news at the time, and it was when some of the um, Team USA, the gymnastics team, uh, basically testified against their former doctor for the team, there Larry Nasser. Over 150 women stood up and said their statements, hey? It was he was fucked. an awful, awful person. Yeah, he was horrific. And like you would hear them individually tell their stories, and some of them were so young. Um, I watched the whole 
Ali Raceman. Raceman? Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. Like 12 minutes of her like like looking him in the eye. She was so strong. She was so strong. Oh my god. If you want to watch like an empowering woman, you yeah, need a little go bit and of Google a that speech. Ali Raceman is actually insane. She speaks for 12 minutes so well and she looks him in the eye when she's like you had the power, now I have the power. Yeah. And you know, like she's she's just amazing. It it showed her strength. I mean, obviously we all saw their physical strength when they were at the Olympics and all the Commonwealth well, they're not Commonwealth Games because they're America. Yeah. But, <laughs> um all of the events that they, you know, perform at but compete at. Um, perform at performance <laughs> gym. So now he has gone to jail for what? hundred and seventy five years. <sighs> You're not getting out. Goodbye forever. Hashtag goodbye, Larry Nasser. <laughs> Go rotten hell, you pig. Um, moving on to another um, awesome female thing in the sports arena. Yes. Um, women surfing. So I like watch the WSL with my boyfriend all the time. I don't like, I'm not a crazy surfer or anything like that, but he is constantly watching it and thereby, therefore I am by association as well. Um, so the World Surf League, which is kind of like, uh, the world champ sort of thing of surfing. It's the big, big, big organization that does the the surfing every year and that kind of thing. Um, They announced this year that women will now be paid the same prize money as men from 2019 onwards, which is... That's huge. It is huge. So only very few um, sports leagues do this. This is one of the first um, internationally because it is an international surf league. Um, So... To put it into context, this year, men um, for the WSL were competing for a prize pool of $607,000, while the women's prize pool was $303,000. So literally half as much as men. That's ridiculous. It is insane. Um, So from next year onwards, they'll be playing, playing, they'll be um, competing for the same amount of prize money, which is just so cool. And that like, is awesome. And it's such an, a huge league and therefore hopefully will inspire other sports organisations to take the, the same thing on board, which I would love to see in here in New Zealand. You know our New Zealand rugby um, black fans? That's what I was just about to say. They are amazing. How well have they done this year? It's been another big year for New Zealand and like women's rugby. They've done the rugby amazingly. The rugby sevens team as well. They Kendra just Kendra awesome. she's from the Black Ferns and she won the top prize at the New Zealand Rugby Awards this year. Which she, beat out, she beat out like Brodie Retallick, Richie Moanga um, and a bunch of other, you know, all blacks that we know. And she got the, t- she got the top prize. The top prize. prize. However... She'll have a sa- she'll have a job on top of being in the black ferns. Yeah, she'll have a nine to five. We know that of our silver ferns as well. A lot of them have well, they all have other jobs because you can't live off the money you get being a professional sportswoman in New Zealand. But imagine being a professional and also having a secondary role. You know, like a job. Exactly. And you know, people like to um, you know say that men are more exciting, better athletes, and that's why they should be paid more. And it's like, how can you possibly compete? If you have another job and you have to do your sports on the side of that job. I know. It's crazy. Um, you know, even this year after the World Cup, the um, All Blacks flew home in business and the Blackburns flew home in economy. So. That's bullshit. Though. It's bullshit. Bullshit. That's bullshit. Yeah, that is bullshit. <laughs> I call it bullshit so on it. Hopefully, mm-hmm. New Zealand sport organisations will take a leaf out of the WSL's book and Start paying fairer. Yeah, come on, guys. Let's get rallying. Let's get going. Let's get moving. Is moving. that a new hashtag? Hashtag let's move. 
I feel like that's Michelle Obama's thing. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Is she's it? another great woman. She did a great book this year. Um, that wasn't a segue into her topic though, because we're not going there. <laughs> but um, so other big little, you know, things, Bits big little, you know what I mean? Like they're big things that happen, but in the scheme of things, perhaps a little bit smaller. We've had um, Jodie Whittaker, who became the first female Doctor Who, mm-hmm. uh, and that was a pretty incredible thing. It was also. Um, the year that women in Saudi Arabia have actually been given the right to drive after a law in 2017 was repealed that had been banning them, which I'm just like, what? Who was going, like... I, uh, I, I can't even keep up with that. So now they're allowed They're allowed to drive, as in there was a, a law last year that went through banning them and then it was repealed this year and now they can drive. Oh, but I'm yeah. like, who was, what? Mm. Like, surely that would even just be creating more work for men. I don't, anyway. So stupid. I mean, that's not the point of it, but I'm also like, who's in charge there? Because that's fucked. It was also the year that Ireland ended its abortion ban that's, in 2018. That, that was, was huge. It was huge. And like, that's a country that's had um, all sorts of sort of controversy and just a lot of pain towards um, women and their babies. I don't know if anyone here has seen that movie, Philomena, with Judy Dench. She no. basically, it's a really good movie, but. She has a child and it gets like taken up for adoption because she gets pregnant out of wedlock. And it's just a very conservative yeah, you know, time in Ireland. Definitely. But to be in 2018 and women were literally having to fly over to the UK or to other um, parts. That was a really Europe cool to get an thing abortion. to see. I saw on the news, you know, yeah, women from all over Europe or even out of Europe who yeah. were Irish flying home so flying they home make to vote, vote. in referendum. Incredible, eh? Yeah, really cool. So special. So, um, yes, and also we cannot go through 2018 without mentioning good old Meghan Markle. Yes. Our superstar actress turned first princess of colour for the United Kingdom, and she's actually a duchess, but... Yeah. Just skip the technicalities today. Um, And she's always been a feminist, I feel like. She's a pretty strong and passionate woman. Is she? I feel like she's a feminist. Definitely. Yeah. First princess of colour. Amazing. Yeah, she's she's pretty cool. And like I just feel like she's had such a big year, obviously, you know, becoming engaged to Prince Harry, then they're getting married. Having a baby or having a baby, but also having all that drama around the marriage. You remember her sister was a bit of a bee oh and gosh. like the dad wasn't gonna walk her down the aisle. I feel so bad for her. Yeah, she just handled all of that drama with so much class. She was she literally just hasn't even addressed them. They are awful, her family. Yeah. Remember her and her dad? I feel like it's probably more led by the crazy sister the who's sister now like time. probably convinced the dad. I but mean, it, I don't know anything, but it's just a hunch. The dad sounds awful as well. I remember when he got caught paying and organizing for paparazzi to come and take yeah, photos. Yeah, they paid him? him to take photos, yeah. But, you oh know, that's the sad God. thing. Like, I'm sort of like maybe he's not getting the right guidance or advice and then the sister's swooped in and now he's a bit fucked. When fame is dangled in someone's reach, like the sister. Oh, Apparently he's quite a recluse though. Yeah. So I'm sort of more blaming the sister anyway. But how sweet did Meghan Markle's mum look at the wedding? Oh, yeah, she ah. was Doria. She's awesome. But then it also made me feel so sad how she had to go on by herself. And I was like, can you imagine how scary that would be? I know. You know? But she strikes me as a strong woman. Like, oh, if she your totally daughter is was, marrying into mean, the royal family, it would have been nice for her to have someone, I don't know, a family member. And it just looks like such a lonely family, the two of it them. It did. It did. But now she has, you know, the rest of the Windsors. Yay, because they're such warm folk, aren't they? They're great to Diana, from what I've heard. Fuck. God. Anyway, moving uh, swiftly along, I want to talk about another celebrity who I feel has had a pretty incredible year, Uh and that has been good old Ariana Grande. Thank you, Max. I feel like she's her own moment, really. um, 2017, she had the Manchester attack, and that Mm. was a big thing, too. For any artist I imagine to go through, I can't even comprehend how you would deal with something like that. You would just have so much guilt. Oh, Don't yeah, you think? 
Well, I mean, you, it's not her you fault, would but... buy a, you would, but I mean, obviously, nothing to do with her. No, it's not, and she's just the unlucky one. She really was, but um, she went through all of that, and then 2018's not been a particularly easy time for her this year. Um, obviously, she was with Mac Miller, and then they broke up, and she sort of, um, I hinted that it was sort of to do with his addiction, um, which is really really sad. And then she met, you know, her ex fiance, I guess now, uh, Pete Pete. Davidson. Da- I couldn't Pete Dawson. I'm looking at our Pete notes Dawson right now. Pete Dawson is the guide of the teacher's pet. <laughs> the murderer. Ariana Grande and Pete Dawson are, because he's really into little girls. No. <laughs> Sorry. Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson. Um, and then obviously they were together and they were very sort of public and it all moved quite fast, got engaged, all that shit. Then Mac Miller died and then she separated from Pete and now she's sort of doing her own thing and she released that bomb-ass song, Thank You, Next. And I just sort of feel like 2018, she's been such a standout in my eyes. Um, just for her example to young girls, I guess, of like life doesn't always go as planned and, you know, it's okay to be sort of making mistakes and you might get engaged and then you might backtrack and all that sort of thing. I just feel like she's dealt with her pain. And she's had a really tumultuous year, but at the same time, she's always come across a very strong. Like, yeah. But I know that if you read her tweets and that kind of thing, she obviously is grieving is grieving and mourning and it's been up and down for her, but it's been a really, I think she's just been really a great example for young girls to see like somebody dealing with big stresses in yeah. their lives and big, awful things happening and how she's doing that. And your friend Izzy Truman actually wrote an article the other day, um, which was about... It said something like Ariana Grande is not milking it. She's grieving. Yeah. And it was about losing a boyfriend. Yes. Which was so cool. So we should pop that in the show notes if anybody wants to just have a, a sidetrack read. Um, Pretty amazing article. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Definitely. I haven't actually read it, but I saw her post it to her Instagram. Yeah. Um, Moving along. Beige Hella. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Beyonce made history as the first ever black woman to headline Coachella this year. 27 songs. It's been a big year for first ever black woman oh, in lots of categories. It's been great. 100,000 plus concert goers. She had five um, outfit changes, over 100 dancers. She was joined by Jay-Z, Solange, and Destiny's Child. Oh, yeah. Um, Why did we not go? I'm so... I went. Oh, I was what? There. <laughs> this is a what? sad story. I went to Coachella this year. Um, and Beyonce, I think, was the first night. Or maybe, I can't remember what night she was on. But before her, Jamiroquai were on. I love him. So good, right? And so I was... Can obvi- he? Huh? Can he? I don't know that one. Nothing that for me to do but dance. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. <laughs> you Napoleon know. Dynamite song, Lily. Anyway. Oh, I know. I know. I love Jamiroquai. So we were Even there. not. <laughs> I just didn't quite know what you were singing there because the I'm not in was tune. all Right. Off. Okay. Um, Rude. <laughs> And like at like kind of like halfway through Jamiroquai, I looked around and it was real empty. And I was like, this is really weird. And because it started off so, so full. And then I realized, fuck, everyone is going to get a good spot for Beyonce, which is on next. And so Beyonce was on the biggest stage at Coachella. There was literally like so much room. Like I can't even explain. Like, there's nothing in New Zealand that is the same amount of like field space in front of the stage. But I was like, I'll be able to get a good spot. So after Jamiroquai, we wandered down to Beyonce's stage and we were so far away that you couldn't even, you, like, I couldn't even see the screens, like the TV screens on the, the you know, not TV, but what? you know those ones. I was so far away that I couldn't see them. How many, how much are we talking distance wise? Like length of Harbour Bridge? 
Only because it's out the window. No, I don't know. I can't. I can't. I couldn't tell you because I can't figure that out. But it was so far away oh, that like even me. those big screens were covered by people. Like I couldn't see. Wow. And then it was like I was literally at the back and I was like, should I try push forward? And I could see people trying to squeeze through and people were literally having fights. Like no one would let you move forward. So I, Why would you let what? anyone get in? I didn't get to see Beyonce and I was at Coachella. We were literally so far away that I was like, fuck it, we're going home. There's no point. Did you go home? So we went home, yeah. Why didn't you Did, just listen? Because you couldn't even, we were so far away, you couldn't even hear it properly. And it would have just been shit, you know? My God, that Isn't was like that the s- saddest story I've ever heard. <laughs> I feel like going home and like putting in a bath and just crying for a while. <laughs> Like, like, sorry, all guys. All that effort. Sorry, listeners. Flew to America. <laughs> we couldn't even see her. But Jamaica was great. Jamaica was so good, and I don't regret. I'm a love fool. <laughs> okay, stop singing. Yeah, uh, let's talk about that. Cardi B. Moving on, another female entertainer who has had a massive year. Cardi B, who broke the Guinness World Record for the most simultaneous Billboard Hot 100 entries by a woman. She had 13 tracks on the list at once, and that was after her album Invasion of Privacy was brought out. So that is a like a world record. Um, plus, she had a baby, and she performed at Coachella when she was like heavily pregnant. I saw her, and she was so good. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she looked so cool when she was pregnant. Do you remember, was it the Rolling Stone article of her in Offset, and she was like, had the full pregnant belly, and she was like in like yes. royal robes? Speaking of royal robes, her at the Met Gala, she looked amazing. Yeah, didn't she clock Nicki Minaj or vice versa with a shoe? Was that Met Gala? Yeah. No, that was the um, Harper's Bazaar Icons oh, party, okay. I think. Hilarious. Oh, but yeah. And then, she, and then she walked out without shoes on. Her dress is ripped, ripped and she has like a big egg, egg on her head. So lol. And she was just nominated for five Grammys this year. And did you see her recently on stage when she was performing and Offset came on stage? Did yeah. you see that? I hate that. Yeah, I know. And everyone was like, don't take him back. Don't take him back. And then she just like gave him the cold word and yeah. was sort of like, just like get off. telling him what the fuck was going on. And then he just like walked off stage and I was just like, get it. I thought that was really gross of him. Yeah. Really, everyone was like, this is definition of like manipulative she was the abusive first behavior. Woman, she was the first woman to headline the Rolling Love Festival. Was that what it was? Yeah. So it was, and so like it was a massive milestone for her career. She's up there doing her job, like her trade, like what she does Wouldn't for a living. Wouldn't you be so pissed and off? And he comes on there and he makes it about himself and he tries to make, make it look like it's some grand gesture, but really all it is is him trying to control the narrative and be like, look at me, look how good I am to her. You know, I'm doing this. And it's like, actually, he cheated, you didn't he? slept with a bunch of other women. And, oh, I just find him so gross. Yeah, no. And also, like, if you look at his tweets at the moment, he tweets out things like, y'all won, me and Cardi broken up, like, you know, as if it's like all the fans getting in her ear and making her decide that to leave him. But actually, Offset, it's because you stuck your dick in other women. Yeah. Fuck Hello. Me. You got a wife and a baby. Not anymore. Oh, yes. You can see I'm very passionate about that one. Okay. So, on that note, should we talk about Taylor Swift and Riri? Yes, and let's, get, let's get to some Cardi more political... B. Standout points of Well, this I year. just thought this was a cool one because, um, you know, we all know that social media comes with its negative sides and, and we know that all that stuff. So I really like to see when celebs and people of influence use their platform for good. So if you've ever followed Taylor Swift at all, you'd know that she's actually really, really quiet when it comes to anything political. She's never spoken about who she voted for all through the 2016 election when it was like, you know, Hillary and Trump. 
So she never put, she never voiced her That's opinion. That's why a lot of people was, um, suspected she was a Trump voter, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, exactly. Isn't that ridiculous? I if don't, you don't say anything, everyone's like, you must be a Trump voter. And she's like, no, I'm not. Just piss off. But then also maybe she was a Hillary voter and she, she knew that if she came out saying that she was a Hillary voter, she'd lose a whole bunch of her fans. Been, Crazy that people um, give a shit. I mean, that's good that they do, but like that, that could stop you listening to someone's music. But I also think that, say, if, I don't know, if Someone Cardi, if Cardi like B knew. came out and she goes, I'm voting for Trump, I'd lose all respect for her because I'm very, very opposed to everything that Trump yeah. stands for. Yeah, fair enough. You know, it really does like tell you a lot about someone who they're voting yeah. for. Anyway, she's always been extremely, she's never said a word about her political status or anything like that. But this year... Um, it was the midterm U.S. elections, and she decided to not be quiet anymore about it, and she urged her 112 million Instagram followers to register, to vote, and vote early. Um, and Rihanna did as well, two days later, to her 65 million followers. And then, after that, more than 434,000 people registered to vote in the next five days, 65% of whom were under the age of 30. Shit. So it's just an amazing um, example of how much influence celebrities have and how they can use that, you know. In the political sphere. Yeah. And we also saw that, though, with um, the Women's March this year Mm -hmm. in January, um, after Trump obviously was... Okay, I'm the big leader in chief. President. He's the, well, yeah, I, I hate calling him that, even though he is. I'm just like, Ugh. Not my president. Not my fucking president. Anyway, and um, all those marches around the world, which was pretty freaking incredible. But I think there were so many celebrities who got behind that and really gave that a voice. And I think that was pretty inspiring stuff, really. If you have that platform and you're privileged to have that platform, go out there and do something good with it. Uh-huh, definitely. You know? What else do we want to celebrate today? Well, the last um, topic that I think we should be talking about today is our very own Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern. Yes, what a queen. She is the best. I am a huge Jacinda fan. I've met her numerous times. She's always lovely, but she is such a commander-in-chief at the same time. And that's what I love about her. And I think the reason I really want to celebrate her this year, because I think regardless of which way you vote or which way you you know politically lie, I think she has been a really incredible role model to a lot of women. She's mm-hmm. been really honest about the fact that, you know, when she was pregnant, she said, I'm really lucky. I've got lots of support when she had Neve. Mm-hmm. She's had Clark who stepped up. He's a fucking legend. Can we just talk about like Clark Gayford? I swear to God, he to me is one of my like all time just I love, awesome. I just, he have, fishes, he's a dad, he just is happy. Just, I've always watched his fishing show because Maddie watches it. Yeah. So it's just kind of funny, like. You're like, you how know, did he become the first husband? This guy, like, out there teaching you how to get a fucking snapper off the rocks or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> He's just, like, the first man. But I see him, like, it's so cute. Like, we were at this launch for some, um, what's it called? The Rocket rocket Lab. It's the yeah. New Zealand Rocket uh, lab. Business. Yeah, Lab. <laughs> and um, she was speaking at it because it just opened their big head office. And he was there with Neve. And Neve sort of started having a grizzle, a bit of a cry. So he just sort of picked her up, slowly walked outside. Like, he's just... He's awesome. a dad. He's a, he's just doing what every other dad does. But I just think, you know, that would be, I think, quite difficult to be a guy and, you know, let your wife do that. So I think big ups to Clark Gayford. But also, going back to Jacinda, she started leading this country. She's been doing it for over a year. She started and still remains an unmarried woman. And now she has a baby too. Um, and I think the fact is, yes, she's had a lot of help. but She's always been really open about that. But when she was pregnant and people were saying, like, oh, you're going to have morning sickness, you're not going to turn up. Mm. She may have had morning sickness, but she was still there. You know, she turned up, she committed to every single thing without flaking off. 
And she's just set a hell of an example for women in New Zealand and around the world about the glass ceilings they can make. So I think a massive well done to Jacinda. Definitely. It's been amazing to just have a woman who can kick career and motherhood goals at the same time. And a side note, she dresses so cute. All her Juliet Hogan, I'm just like, I rate that. She's got it together. Wearing the New Zealand designers. She's the full package. She is. And they were gorgeous. Do you remember that stunning cloak she wore when she went to meet um, the Royals? Her and, remember there was that stunning photo she had that I think it was a Juliet Hogan gown actually I can't remember. Oh, I don't remember. Oh my god, it was beautiful and it was a and I don't know the words so I don't want to say this wrong but it was like a Maori cloak and it had a corduroy. Yes, it was stunning. Mm. She looked so beautiful. Anyway, we've got one of the most progressive leaders in the world and one of the hottest. Hello. I know, and she, her and Trudeau. <laughs> I'm like, can you guys get? Can together? you just get together already? That's so rude that clap. I say that, but I'm literally just like, he is. Imagine such how powerful a snack. their babies would be. Oh, my God, I'd hate to think. I'm just showing Lily, everybody, the photo of her with the cloak on. Oh, yes, She yes, was yes. stunning. They just looked both amazing. Anyway, so props to Jacinda. And for 2018, it has been a sensational year for females all around the world. There is obviously still always glass ceilings to break and areas to keep pushing. But I just think every female should give themselves a pat on the back and just, you know, enjoy your go summertime. You. Yeah, just good on us, really. And I was thinking, um, I know that I were doing this a lot this year. Instead of presents for Christmas this year, you can get amongst the giving spirit without buying into the consumerism thing and making sure that your money goes somewhere maybe that's more useful and donate to a charity like the Women's Refuge yeah. or somewhere like Dress for Success. Um, what is Dress for Success? How does that work? Um, they help women who are not coming from very financial secure back- backgrounds to be able to dress well for job interviews you know they provide them with really good clothes and that kind of thing so that they can present themselves well and you know just take care of themselves that's awesome yeah i really like really cool i think they help them with you know cvs and interview process and that kind of thing there are a whole bunch of really amazing female um charities out there which if you've got a little bit of extra loving to give this year maybe you could flick a few coins that way absolutely that's all in the lineup um ethos really isn't it that's what we're all about Kiwis helping Kiwis, females. Anyway, guys, it is time for us to wrap up for our final episode this year. But we want to say a massive thank you um, to each and every one of you guys who has listened to these last 20 episodes. I cannot even say how amazing that feels because I think when we started this, I was sort of like, we're even going to get one listener. Like, I really didn't know how this would go. I know. And it's just amazing. And you guys message us and you let us know the topics you want to hear about or what you think. Um, and I've met a few of you this year. Yeah. You know, we bumped into people who've said, oh, we listen to your podcast. Mm. It's really nice. It just it, it just really does mean the world um, to both of us. It is not over yet, though. We will be back in 2019 um, giving you guys some more fresh episodes. So we um, we really do hope you guys get a very nice, relaxing summer holiday and you get to, I don't know, read a book or... You know, go to the beach or festivals or Please whatever Please be you're safe. Doing. Remember to wear your seatbelt. Don't drink and drive. Put your sunscreen on. Yep. Let and your friends know where you're going. Write your name on your hand in case you get drunk. And f- Wait, not your name. Your phone number of a or loved your one. Your friend's phone number. Yep. Yep. Or something like that. Leave be your location services on your phone. <laughs> what are we doing? Festival guide <laughs> Mama to Lily survival. and Indy have yeah. some advice for you. Yeah. That's what my mum used to always do if we'd go to like... Best, uh, I did that at Coachella as well. Always write my her number on my in hand. In case your phone dies, you know, and you need yeah. to get in touch with your friends and find them. Put your you number. Gotta write, on. Yeah, vivid that shit on. Um. So anyway, be safe. And um. Obviously, if there are a few of you out there who aren't getting the holidays off, uh, do not feel too bad. I did it last year, and it was absolutely fine. Lily's doing it this mm-hmm. year. Am I right? Yes. I mean, I'm going to R and V and Bay Dreams, but I'll be working there. Yeah. 
So it could be worse. It's like a and half and half. To be honest, this time goes so quickly. Like, yes, if it's a relaxing holiday, that's awesome. But if you're working, you'll be fine too. And also take some time off in February when the weather's actually reliably yeah, good. Yeah, it's better then. Who knows what it's going to be like. Anyway, anyway, we look forward to seeing you guys back in the new year. Have a lovely Merry Christmas and a gorgeous new year. And we will see you guys then. Bye. See you. Bye.